is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring Bound by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, 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 and the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire, the ring of fire Fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire The taste of love is sweet When hearts like ours meet I fell for you like a child Oh, but the fire went wild I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire The ring of fire
In the land of cotton, old times are not forgotten. Look away, look away, look away, Dixieland. Singing fellas. Oh, I wish I was in Dixie. I was born early, Lord, one frost to more. Look away, look away, look away, Dixieland.
Is it true that you have never knowingly eaten a vegetable in your life? That is true. Yeah, yeah, that is very, very true. Good morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of, that's right, you guessed it, the Arnie State Show. And if you are wondering how I'm doing today, well, let's just do it, shall we? Come on now, Creed, bring it home, baby! Superman's kneecap because it's being said that Max Scherzer's pitching game three and I'm going to be at game three. Woo! Oh, man. Oh, the Astros are in trouble tomorrow night. Man, I am going to make sure they hate playing baseball tomorrow night. I will have an accomplice there. Uh, His name is Tommy, and we plan on wrecking some havoc. Or, or reckon I don't I don't even know what I'm saying. I'm so excited, and 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 you know what? I gotta be fair. I gotta be fair to all my teams, all my loves that I have. I gotta say it. How about them Cowboys? Yeah. I mean, come on now. Oh man, they won last night barely thanks to the defense. Dak Prescott still sucks, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because the Rangers are up two games to nothing. And we're coming home. And the Astros have never come back from a 2-0 deficit. 
Phillies won last night. I'd like to beat those long hairs. I'd like to beat those hippies. Let me just tell you right now. Uh, let's say some good mornings because we have a lot to get to today, uh, including uh, something very special coming up uh, right here and right now. A typical t-shirt begins its life on a farm in America where cotton seeds are sown, irrigated, and grown for the fluffy bowls they produce. Following shirts, all of you. See this t-shirt? Six years I've had this t-shirt. Uh-huh. It's my best one. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the very first in a new series of t-shirt times presented by 4T5Printing.com, who, by the way, are right now at the beautiful, the gorgeous, uh, wait, wait, where, where'd it go? Come on now. Uh, the beautiful, gorgeous Covered Bridge Festival in Bridgeton, Indiana. Good morning, Bridgeton, Indiana. Oh, it's a great day to be an American. The Texas Rangers are up two to nothing, and the Cowboys won last night. Woo! I don't need much more than that, but we'll we'll get to a bunch of stuff that we got going on uh, today. Let's say some good morning so we can start this damn thing. First one here today, my man Whitewashed is in the, the house. <laughs> Says good morning, everyone. Well, good morning to you, Whitewashed. Hope you're doing well. Uh, the good Darren. Please be a fart. Darren says, good morning, ass family. Happy Tuesday morning. I was happy to hear that Dave Coe made a triumphant return to the family. Todd and ECB Gary can stay away. <laughs> yeah, ECB Gary, don't come back. Please, dear God, don't come back. We're too old for you. Becca! Derek! Becca! Derek! Becca! Says, good morning, ass family. It's time for Wimpy to pay up on this fine Tuesday. House of Pain is in the house. Says, good morning, ass family. Gonna guess on a scale of one to ten, Artie's mood is an eleven. Cowboys looked okay, but a win's a win. I'm I'm trying to keep it in in perspective and check because I still have I have to get through today and most of tomorrow before I go to the Ranger game. I got to do my best not to get arrested in that time. So I have I I have to keep a a calm demeanor. But I, I'm probably at about a ten and a half right now, if you're wondering. Uh, Scott, good morning. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime cow. Says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. Congratulations to the Rangers on game two win. Do we know anyone who might be going to game three? I'm going. And I think uh, I might meet up with my friend Bish. You know, the fat guy who I told you about who I made amends with, he's going to be at the ball game. I haven't seen Bish in over 20 years. Man, oh, man, that would be awesome to see Bish. I hope so. Hangtown Mike. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. No, nobody fucks with you. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. He says Rangers are two up going home to the Big D. Damn right they are, and I cannot wait. Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. Jazz man. 
It says, happy Taco Day, of course, any day that ends in Y. I will post a t-shirt time photo on the Superfans page later. Brought to you by 4T5Printing.com. Who is in Bridgerton, Indiana this morning at the Covered Bridge Festival? Good morning. Oh, there she is. Oh, my lucky stars. The one, the only, bratty kid is in the house. I don't have the time or the crayons to explain this to you. Okay, well, I, I don't know what you're trying to explain to me, but since you don't have either one of those, I hope that you have a wonderful day today. Hockey player. It says, happy Tuesday, ass family. How are the Blackhawks doing? I know that the Stars won their game against the Blues the other night because I hate the Blues. I'm a happy mood person. That's so dumb. That was fucking terrible. Hot Mama. Fuck your mama. Okay, good morning to you. And by the way, Hot Mama sent me a great fight video that we will start the next hour off with, and I cannot wait to get to it. It is a possible case. I don't know if it's candidate for fight of the year, but it has a lot of the variables that are really, really needed. Kale. I don't have an anger problem. I have an idiot problem. Says it's Titty Tuesday. Show them if you got them. T-shirt time. Oh, it is. What kind of t-shirt time? There he is. It's t-shirt time. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Everybody knows it's t-shirt time. So nice. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Oh my God! Shut up now. I'm just trying to let everybody know so they put their T-shirts. Put your T-shirts on, especially if you get them from 4T5Printing.com at the Covered Bridge Festival in Bridgeton, Indiana, because my man Rhino is there, Jesse Jamie's there, and they are doing great, and they say, God bless the USA. Well, God bless you of all the T-shirts you make. Trash Panda. Oh, I love trash. Oh, I never really did get to the Hall of Fame thing, my T-shirt. I mean, I even made a whole theme to it and everything. I mean, we did all this. Hold on a second. Now that I'm back on T-shirts. A typical T-shirt begins its life on a farm in America where cotton seeds are sown, irrigated, and grown for the fluffy bowls they produce. Following shirts, all of them. See this T-shirt? Six years I've had this T-shirt. It's my best one. Mm-hmm. Now, I've been collecting T-shirts for as long as I can remember. And today we're starting off with one of the first. And it's one of the, my favorite photos I've ever taken in my entire life. It happened at a, a appliance store in St. Louis, Missouri. My dad was visiting his daughters, those previously known as my sisters. And my brother Tom, his dad, my brother-in-law Tom, his dad, but he was more like a brother, owned or co-owned an appliance store called The New Deal. And it was like a it was like a Best Buy before Best Buys. It was a mom and pop place. And they did a lot of local commercials and they tried to get a lot of athletes and a lot of athletes were too expensive or whatever. And wrestling in St. Louis was huge. And at that time there was no bigger wrestling in any wrestler in any territory bigger 
than Bruiser Brody. Now, in, in St. Louis, he went by King Kong Brody. But I will always know him as Bruiser Brody. Probably, he would probably go down as my all-time, all-time, all-time favorite. Maybe it's because of that photo, because I got to meet him. He was filming a commercial that day at the New Deal, and my brother Tom goes, do you want to meet him? I'm like, yes, I want to meet him. And I remember when he walked in, and I'm wearing uh, uh, who cares what Frankie say, because, you know, how uh, at that time, we're talking early 80s, they had T-shirts that said, Frankie say relax. And it's all because of Frankie goes to Hollywood. And, and those shirts were huge. And I had one that says, who cares what Frankie say? And Bruiser Brody looked at me, and he looked at my flat top haircut. He's like, look at this kid. Look at his hair. And he like, came over, and he put me in a headlock. And I got to meet him after the, the matches. That's when I got the real comeuppance about wrestling because they were all in the same locker room. I was like, wait a second. This guy just hit you right in a nutsack with a chair, and you're going to be tight. You're drinking a beer with him? But he couldn't have been cooler, and that's one of my earliest T-shirts that, that I remember. So this this new T-shirt time, presented by 4T5Printing.com, um, is an ode to my collection of T-shirts. Through, through the, the I, And I'm going to go back and look and find T-shirts that I haven't seen in a long time. T-shirts that, uh, oh, oh, the big Johnson shirts. Yeah, I wore those. I know what the next shirt. Yeah, I know what the next shirt is. Okay, good. I'm excited about the next shirt. We'll probably do this once, twice a week, but uh, each time I have a good little story for you. uh, Each time. Uh, So let's see where are we at here in Good Morning Stinkfist says Good Morning Ass going home 2-0. I'm happy for you, but much happier that it's against the Astros. Aren't you going to Game Three? I think you may have mentioned that. I might be. Yeah. Yeah, I'm supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have tickets and parking passes to game three. I'm very, very excited. Gold! Hey, yo! Hey, yo! Hey, yo! Hey, yo! He says, good morning, ass. Hey, Arnie. Those Rangers are looking good so far. Bet your ass is tight as a Jewish man's budget from the fifth and beyond. Oh, I got to tell you. I got to tell you. That fucking bullpen worries me. I mean, Nate Evaldi went seven strong innings last night. I'm like, let's go. They bring Chapman in, and I'm like, oh, God. And LeJerk, LeJerk, who had a good first two games of the playoffs, had me nervous. Look, tomorrow, Rangers, I know you're probably back in town. If you're listening, I'd like a blowout because I want to enjoy the game. I mean, I enjoyed the shit out of the game yesterday. Don't get me wrong. But I, I, I'd like to see, like, a 15-2 to two game. I would like to see you thump the Strohs. Beat the Strohs like the dogs they are, like the cheating dogs they are. Can't win if you don't cheat, huh? Yep, mm-hmm, that's what I thought. Pink taco for lunch. You know, that make your pussy throb right there. <laughs> he says, yo, Arnie. Well, yo, gimme. Holy Jesus. A jelly donut? Says, good morning, y'all. It's my Friday. Two hours left of my shift. Woo! Sanchez family is in the house. Free at last. Free at last. Thank God Almighty. We are free at last. Says, good morning. Get her done. Big shit. Uh, Mad Hatter. Shitter was full. 
says, good morning, asses. Well, good morning to you, Cowboys girl. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. And then she says, uh, good morning, ass family. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah. Oh, fellow Cowboys fan, there we go. Oh. Uh, congrats, uh, Rhino says, congrats on win game two. Send lots of picks from game three, buddy. Oh, I will. Oh, I definitely will. Hot Mama says, is this a three or five or a five or seven game series? This is a seven game series here. Uh, Hangtown Mike says, I still think I would scare the shit out of the Astros to see Gary, uh, Gray or Heaney start and hear that Mad Max is going to close out. Hangtown Mike and I text a lot of baseball because I can talk baseball to him. And he brought up a great point. Why, why not have Max Scherzer close out ball games? Pull a, a reverse John Smoltz. And by the way, John Smoltz is terrible in the booth. Oh, he's aborting my eardrums every game. Good God. He is painful. And, and I don't know if they could, if they're allowed to actually wave pom poms for the Astros on the air or not. I'm tired of hearing, oh, this is the seventh year in a row they've been to the American League Championship Series. Yeah, that, that's just like your Braves, huh? And you've won one? <sighs> P.S. Bears suck. Jeff, one sucks, but at least he doesn't wear cheese on our heads. Uh, Mage in the house! Hey! Konnichiwa, bud! What's up? How's it going? Domo arigato! Round here? We speak American, okay, bud? Now, Mage, uh, he says, good morning, ass G. How about them Rangers? I can't say anything about the other team. What, the Cowboys? Mage, do you know that gal at the end of the game? Everybody, if you're watching the end of the game last night, the Chargers and Cowboys, there's this Asian gal who was going crazy during the game. Now, I know that ain't your wife, Mage, because I've seen your wife, and she's out of your league. This gal might have been near your league. But uh, I, maybe maybe it's a cousin, an auntie. I, I I don't know. But did you know her? I'm just wondering. Uh, nice t-shirt time. Thank you, Arnie. Yes. Oh, indeed, my friend. Warbird. You talking to the Rolex wearing diamond ring wearing kiss stealing woo, woo. wheeling dealing limousine riding yes sir jet flying son of a gun and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Warbird says, good morning, Tennessee hate week. Yes, roll tide. I, I have a special when, when uh, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy's here on Thursday. Um, I have a very, very special video to play it, that Warbird sent me, and I had it. But uh, I, 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 I'm going to play it. And, and this is what rivalries are all about. This is the third Saturday in October. This is always Tennessee, Alabama. And roll tide. Roll tide. This is game three for you. Today is going to be a good day. Yes, t- tomorrow game three. Cannot wait. V Coop in the house. I like to butt fuck fine ladies. Will I choke hold a bitch? Well, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> he says, is that cotton 100% hand-picked? I- I'm not sure. Christine, 16. Christine says, good morning, Arnie and Ash family. It's freaking Tuesday. Yes, and Victor, obey those speed limits. And stopped all the way at the stop. My gosh. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, Fred in the... Wait, wait, wait. Where's that damn thing? Why can't car seats fit in the back of a Mustang? Because men can't have kids with other men. Uh, hot Mama is Dave Kobach. I don't know if he's back back, but he listens every now and then. Uh, Rhino says, morning, Braddy. Well, good morning to everybody. Come on now. Let's go. Like a pink nightmare. Ralphie says, good morning, ass family. How about them, cowboys? Well, uh, how about them? I'll just say this. The defense played adequately last night. San Diego's not a good team. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to all the Charger fans. Stackar, Beasy. Beasy, I know that you're still out there sometimes. Beasy, I know you're a big Charger guy. Um, Charger's just not a good team. They, they, they just, they're an adequate team. They can pay, play the spoiler role for some some people, but they're not at the elite level. They're gonna they're gonna get killed by Kansas City, and the Cowboys barely made it through that game. The play calling is atrocious by Mike McCarthy. Dak Prescott has no idea what he's doing, and when he drops back to pass, I almost start to cry. Yes, they won, and a win is a win is a win, and I have to give credit where credit's due that the defense won that game. And by the way, hey, hey, Quinn, hey, Coach Quinn, how about we stop lining up our best defensive player over the best offensive linemen that team put up? How about we put him in like he did last night when he went in the middle and got a running start to sack the quarterback at the end of the game before the damn interception? Hmm? Oh, let's put him on a guy that's 380. Yeah, good move. Good, just smart, smart move. Hockey player says uh, Blackhawks won last night, 4-1. to one. Very, very nice. Safety guy. Safe like repair, safe like replace. Good morning to you, straight fire. Well, laddie frickin' Says happy, happy Tuesday. Congrats to the Cowboys, Arnie, and Cowboys girl. Uh, Blackhawks are 2-2, two and two and I love it. That is Rhino saying that. Jesse Jamie's in the house. This is just stop by to say hello all. Back to work for me. One of us has to stay busy. <laughs> oh, girl. Buenos dias, amigo. Says, buenos dias, familia. Maybe a meta t-shirt with the Jersey Shore guys singing it's t-shirt time. Uh, where are your seats? Any chance you make it on TV? Probably not. We're in the uh, the Texas Terrence. And I guess that's like where you walk in. I mean, I mean, I, look, if you need me to get on TV, I'll try to get on TV. But uh, I don't think uh, my bratty kid's going to enjoy the bailing that of me out. Uh, Brady Kitt says, who guess, won't, guess who won't be at game three? I don't know. There's a lot of people that aren't going to be there. I can't guess just one. I'd rather hear Biden and Fetterman in the booth. No kidding. Uh, Alicia. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company line. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. Malicia says, uh, morning, y'all. Hope everyone is having a good Tuesday. 
I love walking out of work and it being cool and crisp in the morning. Boy, cool and crisp, it's cold. I'm just going to say it's cold in the morning. I walked out this morning to let Bubba out, and Bubba was taking his time. I was like, get your ass inside. It's cold, jackass. Braves 16 straight division titles, one World Series. Yep, that's the uh, – look, let's not give them that many. Let's not give the Astros that many. I don't want any of that. Uh, safety guesses, don't forget about Madison Baumgart, Game 7 relief. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Gold says she was hilarious. Yes. Uh, Triple T. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. Just what was with her side, her eyebrows? The, the Asian gal that I asked if Mage knew um, was she someone's wife? Uh, wasn't Stinkfist? Wasn't it nine division titles in a row, one World Series, sixteen total? Jesus. Nope, I don't know that Asian chick, and I have standards. I like Asian chicks because they all look the same to me. <laughs> Mage, it's because they have those squinted, suspicious eyes. Oh God. Uh, let's see. I love my walk up. Hard to beat Alicia's. Yeah. Make a big ass sign. Promote the Arnie State Show. A giant ass family sign. Oh yeah. I'm sure. I, I'm sure they're gonna let me bring that in. Braves are the Bills of the Major League, except they won a couple. Yeah, that's a good equation. They're the Bills or the the Vikings. Sorry, Vikings fans, you're 0-4-2. You're probably right. My numbers were messed up. No, I I I think it is 16 total. I think it was nine in a row. I don't want them to get nine in a row. Uh-uh. I, I'm, I'm done with two in a row. Mm-mm. I'm excited. I, look, the sports world is good. Huh? Is this fate or what? The University of Texas plays the University of Houston. It's Texas versus Houston this weekend. Coincidence? I don't know. I just don't know. All right, I told you we got a lot to get to, and we are going to get to it right now. Look, I hate starting the shows out with this stuff, but I have to. That doesn't surprise me. Thank you, hockey player. Um, Joe Biden announced yesterday our, our commander and goof. He came out and said. Only the wall thing? Is that what you're talking about? Yes, sir. Yeah, they passed. Well, I was told that I had no choice, that I, you know. President Joe Biden will be visiting Israel on Wednesday as he tries to send a message of his administration's commitment to the Jewish state and its war with Hamas. Mm. Now, that's not the reason he's going. First of all, he's going to look good. And secondly, here's the real reason why he's going. is because this quote-unquote leader... will also speak to Israeli leaders about how to minimize civilian casualties in the densely populated Gaza Strip. Uh, I, I just, I'm getting to the point where I just can't. Red and white? I'm one of the baddest motherfuckers of all time. Very true, you are. Have you seen Antonio Brown's newest mugshot? He looks like a mid-haircut. 
Yeah, he owes $31,000 child support. Donor. You might want to take a look at that story. He probably will say he doesn't like Hamas because he's more of a sour cream guy. He'll blame global warming. Yeah, he'll he, look, look here, look, look. Hey, Israelis, can you just get them to get the, the 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 gas stoves out of their house? That's all I care about. I have a problem with this because he's trying to go over there and tell them how to react to this brutal attack that was put on them. Hey, can you minimize the the casualties? Hey, we tried. We told them to get to stepping. And those people want to stay? Well, isn't it pretty easy to understand if they stay, they support this? Isn't that pretty obvious? Doesn't that go kind of hand in hand in hand in hand? That if they choose to stay where they've been told by their sworn enemies for life. If I had a sworn enemy for life and he warned me, you got 24 hours to get out or I'm coming in. And I knew that my sworn enemy was a man of conviction and of his word. I, I would probably stay and fight for my home which means I'm supporting their cause, which means they're supporting Hamas's cause, which means they are no longer innocent civilians. (laughs) I hope they shoot down that plane he's in so Kamala, the iron fist, gets off the bench. Joe thinks he's Optimus Prime, but he's really knockoff GoBot Leader One. <laughs> I don't know if I'd bring up gas to them. Yeah. Uh, have you seen this guy? What, what do you got for me, safety guy? Retired Israeli general who rescued his family under siege from Hamas is being compared on social media to Liam Neeson's character in Taken. So he's a bad parent? Because <laughs> every time I think about Liam Neeson in, in, in Taken, he's just an awful father. Oh, hide under the bed, honey. They'll never look for you there. Whoa. Whoa, you look for her there. That's weird. Look, here's the thing. The Israeli special forces, see, our special forces are great. And I I would say that they are about 99.8% just ready to kill. Just ready to kill. They've got that 0.2%, though, of, eh, maybe I shouldn't. That doesn't sound like a lot, and it's not a lot. Those special forces guys in Israel, they're about 99.9. And that tenth of a percent is huge. Huge. These are the people that still read the Old Testament. 
the Old Testament where God was a spiteful God. Stories of Sodom and Gomorrah, raining frogs, that's their God. Not this fellow who died on a cross for us that we all got to get along and sing songs and give 10% of our paycheck to. Now, he's my God's an awesome God. I tell you what, that Old Testament God, that's the God you don't want to fuck with. By the way, left people and people that have been causing unrest. You see, there's a lot of people in this country. I've told you not to wake up. They still believe, they still read the Old Testament too. They, they go and worship the New Testament, boy, but they like that Old Testament, a little eye for an eye stuff right there. Don't wake them up. Don't give them their Bibles. Uh, the guy who buy, botched the Afghanistan withdrawal has no business telling anyone how to handle that region. Amen to that. What a tragedy to be if Israel's Iron Dome accidentally took out Air Force One. That'd be awful. It'd be the worst thing ever. I'm okay with the Jews pulling a reverse Uno and using the ovens on Hamas. Uh, he sent him to the desert for 40 years for making idols. I kind of like the Old Testament God. Sometimes grudges are a good thing. Oh, that's what get me through the day. Look, hate hate is a hell of a motivator. As Jim, Jim Cornette once said, uh, And hate is a hell of a motivator. It really is. Hate makes the world go round. I'm just here to tell you, I love hate. You're like, wait, you can't say that. Well, I just did. I love hate. Mm. And there's something out there that I hate. Like right now, the Houston Astros, I feel alive. Oh, my people are probably scratching their heads right now going, what is he talking about? It, it, it's, it's a hell of a motivator. It fires you up, man. So, an update on what is happening right now in that region. The Israel has declared war against Hamas, rightfully so. 4,200 people have been killed uh, on both sides. 1,400 innocent Israeli civilians and soldiers and 30 Americans. Palestinian health authorities say 2,800 Palestinians have been killed and more than 10,900 wounded. 13 Americans are still unaccounted for. U.S. Defense Secretary Austin puts 2,000 personnel prepared to deploy order in the Middle East. By the way, that's 2,000 bad motherfuckers right there. That's 2,000. Of that 2,000, I would say there's a, a, a good chance that about 10 to 20% of those are specialists in their field. And they're fixing to do some damage, y'all. Emperor Arnitine, let the hate flow. First part of the Bible is like the Game of Thrones. I told my pastor that, and he spit out his Coke, and it came out of his nose. It is. That's how they get you in. They get you in with the blood and guts. I mean, let's not forget that if you did not slaughter a goat, 
and then wipe that dead goat's blood on your front door as a tributary to God, the firstborn child will be killed. Remember Egypt? I hate uh, I have to see the Astros manager wearing wristbands in his own picture of him. Like he forgot what he looks like, or is that the only way he knows which wristbands are his? <laughs> Good old Dusty Baker's had those since 1978. In 77, when I saw him play in the World Series against the Yankees at the State Fair, Texas. I believe it was 77. So we have all these troops that are being put into place. We have Grandpa Joe, who, God, please do not say this. Keep alive the truth and honor of the Holocaust, horror of the Holocaust. Stay away from that one, Joe. Come on. He's going over there. I just got to say, probably not. I heard that, uh, I, and I don't know if this is true, I, I, I saw it, and I don't know what website I saw it on, and I didn't do any research. Let's see here. Because uh, I figured this would be a big story if it was. Uh, this is from 23 hours ago. Uh, Vladimir uh, Volodymyr Zelensky, leader of Ukraine, intended to make a solidary visit to Israel to show support, uh, but was told not is now uh, now is not the time, according to Hebrew language media. No further explanation why. Um, you got war going on in your own backyard. You don't need to go there. You don't need to go there. Let 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 the other side team up first. Like, we already got our team in place right now uh, there, Mr. Uh, Zelensky. You got a lot of shit going on in your own backyard. You got bombs dropping and kids dancing at the beaches. See, what Hamas did is that they were the kids were dancing, and they just flew into them and then shot them and raped them and killed them. Hezbollah keeps lobbing shit from the north. Well, you're going to have to worry. Look, these terror groups are going to end up teaming up it's gonna be like survivor series at wwe see i can equate everything to wrestling if i have to with number of palestinian organizations you think they were like uh, the fucking irish migrating all around the world these 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 organizations these things these marches that have been going on in america Boy, I got to tell you, they got some balls. I don't know where I saw it yesterday, but the streets were packed, and they had that ugly-ass, weird-looking flag they got. They're flying that shit. More gay people are, are showing up. Hey, the gays for Palestine. Yeah, but Palestine, not for the gays. I'll just tell you that. We'll see how. Now, speaking of uh, Joseph Biden, our commander in goof, he was on 60 Minutes the other night. I did not watch because, well, I don't like him, and usually 60 Minutes used to be a great bastion of journalism. 
And now it's just left-wing propaganda again, especially when uh, Anderson Cooper's on there trying out new sexual toys. Very strange. Very, very strange. Keyless Chuck. I'm Chucky. He's something, isn't he? Yeah, he's something. He's late today. Uh, No, I'm kidding, Chuck. This is Good Morning Ass Family. Time for a bit of ass between dropping off the nephew at school and getting to work. Okay. We just need the terror groups to fight themselves, so we just have one group to kill off. Israel's like, we got this so far. There's a great Ben Shapiro YouTube of facts about the Israeli-Pakistan kerfuffle. And there's even footage of Arab leaders greeting Hitler, including a salute back in the day. Doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me. Sixty Minutes host Scott Pelley said the president seemed tired. He says, as we spoke to the president, Secretary of State was in Israel. Defense Secretary was at a NATO. Um, America's oldest president seemed tired from directing all of this. He says, oh, it's been a rough week, and we could all see it on him. Um, what did you expect, that you are just going to be having ice cream parties all the time? Is, is, is that what you expected, Joe? And you're an idiot. I mean, did you not understand how hard the job could be? Did, did, did you not take that into consideration? I think Joe is so lost right now. I think if one more thing happens, we're going to see aneurysm Joe come out. Not supposed to interview him during nap time. When I see Joe Biden speak, it does sadden me as an American. This guy is our representation to the rest of the world. This guy who says... We have a thousand billionaires in America. You know the average tax rate they pay? Eight, E-I-G-H percent. Eight percent. Not only can he not spell, but he's bitching about the thing that made us what we are, and that's capitalism. You can hate billionaires all you want. You can, you, you can loathe them. You can say they don't pay their fair share. But you know what they did? They did about the most American thing you can do, and they capitalized. You might not like the way they did it, but they funded capitalism. And that's what we are as a capitalistic country. I don't like I, I don't like super duper rich people. They they they're weird. Whatever. I don't care what you say about them. I look. I, I don't. I don't have any feelings towards them at all. All I know is that they work for it, or somebody in the line of their their lineage worked for it, and maybe they got it handed down to them, and now they're spending it, which is once again part of capitalism, which is what America is.
you can have this other look at, at the world and this other look at, well, we're a bastion of freedom and we're a melting pot and this and that and the other. Yes, but capitalists is what we are. I'm curious of our reaction if his plane is shot down, whether intentionally or accidentally. Hanktown Mike says, uh, over, I think it might be a worldwide party. The celebration would start here in the U.S. Wouldn't mind, but at the same time, we are a country, go destroy the ones responsible for taking out Air Force One. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. The only thing that Joe directs is the magic spoon in Jill's hand that files into jello into his mouth. <laughs> I don't even want to think of the the catastrophes that would happen if that happened. I'm just going to tell you this right now. If that were to happen, you were to take out a sitting U.S. president, the United States is not going to sit around on that. Maybe Joe knows that. He's like, do do I really have to go to Israel? Wait a second. They're shooting at planes over there. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. Air, Air Force One's equipped with the best stuff. And they've got the Iron Dome. So it's like, ah, I still don't know. I'm going to have to say, I'm going to have to use an executive order here and say no. Just the plane itself. Fuck Joe Biden. Yeah, we got to get revenge for Air Force One. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Sawyer's dad. Good morning, Arnie. These people that bitch about tax rates and capitalism need to have their finances looked at. What's Joe's tax rate? Joe would probably be in the most tax category. You see, the way they do tax rates in this country is a fucked up thing, too, in my opinion. If you look at it, um, well, we'll use California for an example. We use San Francisco, easy to use as an example because we know how much it costs to live there. Um, Let's say that you make $2 million a year in San Francisco, and you live in the heart of San Francisco. You're doing okay. You're getting by. You have a house. You're doing all right. Not great, but, but, but definitely not poor. Now, the, the guy that runs the company that you work for, he's worth $2 billion. Yeah, he's in the same tax rate as you. That's right. That guy who who makes, you, you make $2 million a year. He makes $2 billion a year. You're in the same tax category. It's amazing how that works. And, and you look at it and you go, well, that well, wait a second. That's a whole lot different. Yes, it is. Uh, safety guy says 999. Best case scenario is he sips, uh, slips in the bathtub, goes into a coma, fades away while leaving his body come camel toes so she chokes on a hot dog, going out the same way she came in. California before the poverty line, they still pay higher tax rates. Yeah, flat tax use uh, rate, use tax, only pay, uh, pay for what you actually use no matter how much you make. Look, 
I understand that taxes are important. We pay our police officers. We pay for our roads. We pay our firefighters with tax money, and tax revenue is very, very important. But they need to figure out a better way. Because there are some people that make a six-figure salary, $100,000 a year, and they're in the same category as George Clooney. I believe it I believe the the highest group is at $75,000 plus. I haven't looked at it in a while. I try to stay away from that stuff. But see something has to be done there. So I remember Trump was one of the only presidents that, uh admired. He was a millionaire and when his tax rate was brought up, he admitted that he used loopholes that politicians make to benefit themselves and their donors. Trump wanted to fix it and look what they're doing to him. And by the way, by the way, those loopholes are there for a reason. Do you know why? Capitalism. If you're going, if you want to insanely tax the the insanely rich, guess what they'll do? They'll move away. Which means then you don't get any of their money. See, the schleps that are in the middle class and the upper middle class. They got to pay their asses off. Those rich billionaires, if you piss them off enough, they'll go someplace else. I.e. Italy. Like George Clooney did. With his wife, Anal. Amal. A-M-A-L. Amal. I'm sorry. God, I always mess that up. But the, the moral of the story is Joe Biden looks tired. Yes, he's, he looks tired because he's a thousand. One more big politics story. Um, Donald Trump came out yesterday and was blazing fucking, he was just scorching earth. And you got to like it when he, when he does this. And I got to think that, that if he's elected, we're going to get a lot of this here. Not in Subaru commercials. Made $120,000 after overtime, and I bet someone who makes 10 times my salary spends more than me, therefore uses that tax person uh, that would be taxed more. No write-offs. We could also get rid of the IRS. They wouldn't be needed except for a few of them. Well, you're never going to do that because they employ too many. Uh, Let's see. They'll move away, and another thing they'll do is stop creating jobs in the middle class that that take their livelihoods from it. Yes. Correct the mundo. When Clooney and his wife go anywhere, they always use the back door. Here's Donald Trump. Hopefully. And many of those people come from mental institutions, and they come from uh, very, very bad places, very bad places. They come from jails and prisons. There's a slight difference between the both, right? Which is worse, a jail or a prison? Uh, Perhaps prison. And then they come from uh, insane asylums and mental institutions. Insane asylum is... Heavy stuff, right? Mental institutions, not good. Insane asylum is silence of the lamb, right? Silence of the lamb. That's insane asylum. We're talking about, well, they're insane asylums. That's a terrible video. From insane asylums. They're coming. 2019, they did a report. They found no terrorists at all coming through the border. That's with me. 2019, and now they're setting records. They're coming in, and they're coming in at levels that nobody's ever seen, and a lot of them are really bad ones. And now you can talk about Israel because a lot of the people that are attacking Israel are coming into our country. So what do they have in mind? And a lot of them are young, strong men 
I hate to tell you women, there aren't a lot of women. There are a lot of strong young men. And they're coming in and I say, be prepared. Be prepared. And there you go. Ain't wrong. They just caught a guy from Iran at the Mexican border. Trying to get into this country. A dangerous terrorist. Wait, hold on a second. Can I find the story? Can I find the story? Uh, let's see. Iran. Iran. Mm-hmm. Okay. Two Iranians who could pose a significant security threat captured at U.S. border. Hmm. Boy, oh, boy, that's weird. That is so weird. Surprise, surprise, surprise. I thought they were all just people from Mexico and Central America looking to, to find their way. No. Can we stop? Can we grow up? Can we realize what's happening in our southern border? We are being invaded. God almighty, I hate when I sound anything like Alex Jones. I really do. 70,000 Middle Easterners from the bad parts of the Middle East. We ain't talking about the decent parts. You know, like two cities. We've got all these people. Remember the uh, the story I did last week about Biden Airlines or two weeks ago about these flights that are originating in the in the heart of Africa and coming over here? By the way, those planes are full of men between 18 and 40. <laughs> no Iranian in his right mind wouldn't therefore figure out how to get in through Canada or a tunnel under the wall. Very true. Um, so don't tell the women young and strong men are coming or current men in this country don't stand a chance. No shit. How many are getting through for every one that's caught? They're already here. They released the numbers from October. Uh, so far this month, we've captured 80 Middle Eastern people, 20 from Russia, and 200 from China. That's who we caught. How many have we missed? I'm not saying to close the borders at all. I want people to come to this country and make a better life for themselves. But you got to do it the right way. I'm, so, I, I'm sick and tired of saying that. I'm sick, I'm sick and tired of telling people that they have to do shit to come to America the right way. They all know what they're doing is wrong. Every single one of them know what they're doing is illegal. I have a story. Where, where, where is it? Where, where is this fucking story? Do you know why they have mirrors at self-checkout counters now? Have you ever wondered that, why there are mirrors there or cameras that are, are, are recording you? Because a, a study has been done that shows if you see yourself doing something that is illegal or immoral or wrong, you tend not to do it. Because you know what you're doing is illegal, immoral, or wrong. Now, I don't think mirrors are going to stop the people at the border. As a matter of fact, they'll probably break the mirrors and use them as weapons. 
Something has to be done. I don't know what to be done. I'm a fat talk show host. That's all I am. I'm a fat talk show host. I don't know what needs to be done. Ken Dog. There is no just Ken. No, it's Ken Dog. There is no yes. just Ken. It's Ken Dog. He says, nope, 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 no more. America's full. Go home, scumbags. Recoup says, I'm guessing people listening to Dog Shit and Jerk Off don't have mirrors. Oh, God. They don't have souls. Mirror just makes you look smaller through the straw. (laughs) Hashtag. Wait, hold on a second here. Hashtag. Cocaine. There you go. Something needs to be. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if we put, build a big-ass fucking wall that goes, you know, two miles down below. What I do know is that we as Americans, we need to start doing better. And by doing better, that's going to mean some. we have to do some mean stuff. I laugh and I joke about the fact that there are now homeless pirates in San Francisco. No, you didn't hear me wrong. They have taken to the the bay between San Francisco and Oakland, and they are running amok. Two were just arrested last week. They're taking their little skip boats, and they're going on to actual boats and either stealing the boats or stealing everything on the boats. Then they take the boat, and they either dump it or they try to sink it in the Oakland Bay. And these are homeless people. The homeless epidemic in San Francisco has gotten so bad, they've started their own fucking Navy. And yet, somehow, the district attorney, the mayor, and the governor of California will all be easily reelected. There is an army of uh, an army of homeless junkies invading the streets of California, Philadelphia. Major cities are being overrun by these drug encampments where people are doo-dooing on the streets. Please, please, please explain to me how that isn't used against Gavin Newsom if he tries to run for president. If you want America to look like this, vote for this guy. Now I think of Peter Griffin as a road pirate and I have to laugh. That's all you can do. I mean, the bums have taken to the water. That's just fucking gold right there. A Navy and rubber dinghies. Must be bulletproof rubber dinghies. You said doo-doo. I did. All right, Joe Biden's brother is being investigated for, for more fraud. This time, his brother Jim... Allegedly used $125,000 in business loans 
for personal expenses, including Philadelphia Eagles season tickets. Can we just call the Bidens what they are? And that's a crime family. You got the one brother who's gay who's sending dick pics all over the internet. You got Joe, the grand poobah of it all, who's lost his mind but can't fucking run anything anymore. You got Jim here thinking he's running stuff. See, there's a problem with the Biden crime family. Since, since Daddy Joe has pretty much checked out mentally, it's now being run by Jim and Hunter. And that's a bad, that's a bad crew right there. <sighs> he spent some of the business money on landscaping, electrical work, and Philadelphia Eagles season tickets. God, I hate the Bidens even more. Now that I know they're Eagles fans. What a bunch of scumbags. Good God. <laughs> Boy, and and uh, I, I don't know how much of this story I actually believe, but since I saw it, I have to read it to y'all. Um... In a new book, Oprah Winfrey, that fucking pig. By the way, The Rock has distanced himself for her. Oh, man. Oh, The Rock has gotten away from her because they're trying to get people to donate regular people money to Hawaii. Well, instead of donating the money, uh, what Oprah is doing is buying up all the land in Hawaii. So, according to a new book, Oprah Winfrey publicly flirted with the idea of a presidential run with Mitt Romney on a unity ticket to stop Trump from getting elected. You know, too much good stuff has come out about Oprah. See, I think Oprah could have maybe ran for president somewhere in the 2000s, the the earlier 2000s. But once we started to hear what kind of a bitch she was and that whole, you know, school in Africa rape kabopple. People don't like Oprah no more. There are some gals out there, and and I'm not talking about everybody, not 100% of the population hates her like we do. But a lot of the population is like, we're done with her. Do I think that in 2020 she could have won with Mitt Romney? Absolutely not. A hundred thousand percent no. First of all, Mitt Romney's a moron and wears special underwear. Secondly, people don't care about Oprah anymore. They really don't. I th- and, and you know what? I think Oprah did it to herself, and I'm going to tell you what, what shark she jumped to do it, and that was the Markles interview. I think when Oprah did that, people were like, okay, we're done with her now. 
She's a moron. By the way, because we're, we're, we're supposed to believe that Oprah's this wonderful, amazingly loyal friend. Does anybody remember where Oprah was when Ellen DeGeneres was getting blasted because she sat next to W at a Cowboys game? Anybody remember that? Remember, and then they, they found out all the dirt about her and how she treated her, her crew. Where was Oprah? Where was Oprah defending her friend? Hmm? Child? You get nothing, and you get nothing, and you get nothing. I get it all, Oprah. Oprah, your time is over. Just, you know, run off with Gail and get married and live over in Hawaii. Let poor Stedman just go. God, you, yeah, I feel bad for Stedman. Stedman probably has to sit in the room when her and Gail are going at it. And he's had to see Gail King naked. I mean, he's probably had to see Oprah naked a lot more, which that would be awful. I mean, did I put that thought in your head yet today? Seeing Oprah naked. Where's that sound effect? God damn it. There it is. The hideousness of that will haunt my dreams forever. Kind of like that picture I put up last night on social media of... <laughs> of our gal Nancy Pelosi. When the last time I saw a mouth like that, I had a hook in it. In lingerie. Huh. 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 Her friendship with the sex cult leader, John the God, didn't help either. No. Um, can, can we just stop throwing Oprah's name out there? Like when, yeah, look, growing up in, in late 80s, 90s, 2000s, Oprah's name was solid gold. If Oprah put her name on something, you were going to make a lot of money. Things have changed. I have a very interesting story about another celebrity coming up uh, in the next break, but it's just, when I see stories like this, I'm like, really, Oprah, you want to run for president? Hmm. All right, last story. Um, From the goodness of their hearts, the Sinaloa cartel, these are the same fellas. that, that This is El Chapo's group. These are the same fellas. That would, uh, if they found out that you would hurt the cartel in some ways, sometimes they would cut your face off and they would sew it onto a soccer ball. Real story. Well, out of the goodness of their heart, this cartel has now banned production of fentanyl under the penalty of death. Hmm. I'm smelling something fishy. The about faced by the narco crew, the main trafficker of synthetic opioid through the U.S., comes as El Chapo's kids bow to a mounting law enforcement crackdown on the drug trade. The order came from Chapitos, the name for Guzman's sons, who took over the operations. 
Sinaloa sale, manufacture, transport, any kind of business involving fentanyl, including the sale, chemicals for it. You've been warned, the message says, sincerely yours, Chapitos. Oh, you know what? Oh, I'm smelling something. Oh, gosh. Oh. Do you know what I'm smelling? See, there's going to be some people. We're going to call these the disgruntled cartel members. Now, by the way, by the way, before I let the Sinola off real quick on this, uh, because I do support all the cartels because uh, I'm terrified of them, um, I think it's really neato that you're getting rid of fentanyl, but that meth and the heroin and the cocaineum that you're still distributing, the human trafficking, all that's still bad. Okay, that's still bad. By the way, those drugs that I mentioned, those will kill people too. Not just the fentanyl. Hey, it's good that you're, 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 you're now all a carton yourself. Say no to fentanyl. But what did I smell? Well, this is what I smell. You probably have a lot of workers that don't make a lot of money for you there in the Sonola cartel. Sure, you can outfit yourself with some new blue jeans every once in a while and a really, really tacky light tan belt with cowboy boots. They have gigantic, the fucking narrow toes and your gold-plated AK-47s. That's all well and good, but you're not making real money. You're not making jefe money. What's the best way to make jefe money? Well... Start selling the fentanyl. Oh, I believe I believe that I'm seeing a big, gigantic civil war inside the Sonola cartel. Because, like it or not, there is a lot of money to be made in the fentanyl market in America. We should send a group of mercenaries to attack the cartels and leave a bunch of Hamas propaganda laying around. Chapitos is a brand of ox or pork rinds in Oa- in Okawa, I think. Randolph and Mortimer cornering the market. No fentanyl brought to you by the new kinder caring cartel. Look, for all your drug needs, please come to the Sonola cartel. But if you're looking for fentanyl, you are a dirtbag. Whenever you guys want to start advertising, you guys let me know, cartels. Wife got you down, looking for a little pick-me-up? Well, look no further than my friends at the Sonola Cartel. They have, it's a one-stop smorgasbord for all the drugs you need. From oxys to cocaine, from heroin to Adderall, the Sonola Cartel. They're into sex trafficking, too, just saying. That could be a side note. Well, see, what happens when you call them, when you call the cartel? Hello, and welcome to the Sonola Cartel. For drugs, press 1. For human trafficking, press 2. And uh, by the way, since I don't know the Spanish that well, they do offer the Spanish language one as well. El Drogos and Numero Dos.
For people you'd like to see murdered, press 3. For bullshit propaganda, press 4. Call that one where they, they're killing people. Hello, and welcome to the cartel's voicemail system. The party that you're currently looking for is out right now sewing a face to the soccer ball. If you could please leave your name, address, where you'll be in 45 minutes, we will gladly send some of the cartel to your house to see what this call was all about. The Sinanola Cartel. Sure, we're deadly, but at least we don't have fentanyl. Don't forget, press 2 for Espanol. Uh, all right, phone number 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixler as well. Oh, do we have a great fight video coming up next. We all picked the cotton, but we never got rich. Daddy was a veteran, a Southern Democrat. They ought to get a rich man to vote like that. Sing it. Song, song of the South. Sweet potato pie, and I shut my mouth. Gone, gone with the wind. There ain't nobody looking back again. But we were so poor that we couldn't tell Cotton was short and the weeds were tall But Mr. Roosevelt, they're gonna save us all Well, Mama got sick and Daddy got down The county got the farm and they moved to town Papa got a job with a TVA He bought a washing machine and then a Chevrolet Sing it Song, song of the South Sweet potato pie and I shut my mouth Gone, gone with the wind There ain't nobody looking back again Play it Sing it Song, song of the South
women drove my folks half wild Mom and dad had a plan for me It was debutantes and a symphonies But I like my music hard like my women wild
do is go to ArnieRadio.com. It'll be up there later. $4.99 a month. That's right, $4.99. Uh, if you are a member, this month's payment will still be $2.99, but you'll get an email saying, hey, next month it is going to be $4.99. Pay up now. Damn it. No, 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 no. I'm kidding. It doesn't say that. Panda, uh, I will try to get the uh, 7 and 7 up tomorrow from the Turnpike Troubadours. Why is my trash not working? There we go. Finally. Good Lord. Um, yeah. I was going to ask you, this was your song, Trash. Uh, is he saying, let's all go down to Dumas Walker? Dumas, D-U-M-A-S. Dumas Walkers. It's a, it's a bar. Um, so, uh, tomorrow, I, I'm going to the Ranger game. Just let everybody know. I like it when everybody sends me stuff because people send me some great stuff. And Hot Mama sent me something, which we'll get to here in a second. Christopher sent me something from the Babylon Bee, which is kind of a satire website. Well, a total satire website. He says, boy, wouldn't this be great? (laughs) And the story is, in a last-ditch effort to stop Californians from moving to their state of Texas, Texas resorted to putting up billboards in California telling everyone how terrible Texas is and how they probably should just stay away. According to uh, Bill Smrug, the chairman of the Texas Anti-Tourism Board, there are now dozens of billboards peppering California, educating citizens to the horrific dangers. And the funniest part of it is, is these fake billboards they're showing. Shows this old boy in a pair of overalls. 
Oh, crap. Oh, crap. I'll have to share this one with you here in a second. Uh, and it says, attention, Californians. Texas is lame and terrible, and you probably shouldn't move there. We have really stupid stuff you wouldn't like, such as dumb open spaces, guns, no special pronouns, freedom, big scary gas stations, and meat. (laughs) We have the meat. This is a state that should be renamed Arby's. Because we have the meats. I'd fucking put this billboard up in a second. I'm just telling you right now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I don't know if this is going to play here. Um, I, I, I put it up there. I don't know if that's the right site to get it from. What is going on with my goddamn... Okay. I go here and go, can it, there you go. There's the billboard thing. I can't move to Texas because they're crazy about weed. Legalize it already. Yeah, good luck with that. Um, I, I don't think that video is going to play for you that I, I put up. I, I wish it would um, because there's no video on the actual website. Uh, the, the story that went along with it is from the Orange County Register, and they want you to be a member, man. Kids were caught in the middle of a brawl at Disneyland. That's right, a brawl happened at Disneyland, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and it has been caught on video. They keep kicking me out. So I have the video. Now, this could or could not be... it. I've, I've seen the fight. I've seen it. And uh, you got to say, it, it, it's good because it has everything that I love in a fight. I guess they got this off of TikTok, or, or this actually looks like Instagram. It's under uh, uh, C-A-P-T-U-R-E-D-T-H-R-I-L-L-S. That's all one word. If you're on Instagram, check that out. But here we go. Oh, my. Oh, my. Large black woman is throwing some haymakers at Disneyland as there's a woman with, with Mickey ears on watching. Strollers. Oh, my God. Women, oh, my God. A man has been thrown into a stroller. There are several small children around watching this as well. Not much video of it, though. Mmm. Man, oh, man. Boy, that does not make me happy. Hold on. We're going to have to find. Let's find this. Disneyland. Disney fight. Um, Videos. Disney a thousand celebrations. Okay, it's fourteen minutes in. Gonna do a first okay. backdrop between guests and fans. I don't care about this guy talking. Say <laughs> there was no show the fight. Asshole. Already have obviously. Okay. you're a dickhead. Fighting Disneyland, caught on cameras. Is this it? Oh my, oh my. There's a kid just looking over it. Good God. Uh. I love it. Uh, well, look, the, the videos are, are barely out there, so I like the chick that, that tries to kick the guy down and grabs her leg. I wish I could have landed on her back. Thank God there are people at Disneyland willing and able to her, <laughs> grabs her leg. I wish she would have let. Oh, wait. 
Thank God there are people at Disneyland willing and able to traumatize a new generation of children who normalize such savage behavior. Oh, I love it. It makes my day fucking so much better when I see a fight in front of children. If you don't chew Big Red, then f*** you. Morning, uh, Battleborn. He says, morning, ass family. I had to service my motor grader this morning. I'm sure he was very appreciative. Uh, my kooky liberal sister always says, I would never move to Texas. Then I tell her, I'm sure they're not going to miss you. No, we're not. Seen this video a lot on all the Disney channels, LOL. I, there's nothing uh, so far. And, and we try to figure out what the fight of the year. Last year, last year's is still one of the greatest of all time. It was at the Chinese Zoo. And some guy karate chopped some gal in the gut who was holding a baby. Some other gal who was pregnant was getting dragged around by her hair at the zoo. Now, that's a tough fight to beat. We had a couple contenders happen a few weeks ago. Them fellers in, I think it was down in Alabama. Shocking. Where they got in this big old fight, and one, one dude jumped in the water to swim over to get to the fight. And there were children available, and they were watching. Because that's a big part of it. My all-time favorite fight, hap- it, 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 they always happen at Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, Ogre's got, okay, here we go, let's see. 25 minutes. Where do I? Oh, here we go. Initially, two guests are visible in the video as go. one guest Boom. in blue pushes another guest in red. Boom. A second guest in oh, red runs up and throws a punch hit. at the first guest. Oh, I got the your leg. The camera pans away for a moment but returns to show leg. two more guests joining the fray. Oh. The three-person fight eventually morphs into what looks like a five-person brawl as other guests quickly hurry away from the scene. Thank you, Ogre. Thank you so much. Fast forward to 814. That's what I did. Crying children is my kink. Why do you think I enjoy going so much? This is why they keep raising the price at Disney to keep out the riffraff. I say keep pushing those prices up. Eventually, the class of people that get fist fights in front of kids won't be able to get to the front gate. They can't do that, Christopher. They rely on these people. They rely on the riffraff to spend everything they got. And I love it. Oh, it's my favorite. I remember the first time I saw a big fight at Chuck E. Cheese online. And I thought to myself, this just, this is, this is so apropos of our society. It's so delicious to see fights in the stands at Little League games warms my heart. Because you know why? You know why it warms my heart? Because I know my dad would have beat somebody's ass in the stands if they were talking shit to me. I love it. Christopher, raise the, raise the prices. They keep raising the EBT payments. Yep. Mm. But you're so far winning this year. It's about it got to be about the 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 like teenager who hit the old man in the head with the shovel. Oh, I still got it. I still got it. I mean, we haven't played it in a while. You know, I I, I keep referencing this. So hold on, let let me let me do this for you. Um, one of my all-time favorite. This is literally this is literally one of my all-time favorite videos that we've ever done on the show. 
That one guy who got kicked in the nuts doing karate stuff, that was pretty damn good, too. Uh, this is described as crazy shovel-wielding fight in Mississippi. One man bloodied. Here we go. There's a two-by-four that daddy's get, got. Get inside. Oh, he hit him with the two-by-four. No. Good God. Hi-oh. The son's got a gun in his hand. Oh, he took a swipe at the young man. Young man's putting the gun down now. Now, the old guy that got hit is bleeding like a stuck pig. He hit him again. Oh, he hit him third time with the two by four. Wham! Oh, there's the shovel to the head. Good God Almighty. Good God. Shovel to the window. Get out of the way so he don't run you over. Get in the house. Get in the house. This is why Mississippi is still a state. Because of incidents like this. God dang, man. That just gets my blood pumping right there. I will butt fuck this bitch on the table right now. Please, somebody call Donald Trump. I don't know why. And yes, Braddy Kid sent me that video. C-Nasty says, repost that video, please. I just did. I just did there, C-Nasty. Oh, man. God, that's so good. I should get a good God Almighty as my text ring for you, Arnie. That would be fantastic. All right, so we had, oh, 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 wait, wait. Hold on a second here. Wait, I got to go to the trash. I go to trash. I accidentally, oh, gosh, I can't get rid of that one. No, we can't get rid of a bloody shovel fight. That's how I have it saved. Bloody shovel fight. <laughs> you know you're in a good time when you hear the words bloody shovel fight. Let's see. Delete that. Delete that. Delete that one. Who do we go to next? Oh, you know what? Let's do this story since uh, the review this week on the social medias is uh, all about the Taylor Swift movie uh, Eras, which, by the way, did they figure out how much it made? Did it break the record? Uh, Hold on a second here. Taylor Swift movie. Uh, How much did it make? Uh... Box office. All right. Second best October opening ever. It made $92.8 million. The only movie to ever make more is The Joker that starred Joaquin Phoenix, which made $96 million. Well, fans are having their their way with things at, at, at movie theaters. Someone has been seen stealing one of the gigantic promotional stand-ups from the movie theater. 
No word on if they stopped them. Hundreds of videos have been shared through social networks where you can see people chanting the songs of the famous artist. Um, one fan was seen leaving the cinema with a giant sign that corresponded with Swift's face, quickly making social networks go crazy. So, yeah, people are stealing the promotional signs and things like that from this Taylor Swift movie. Um, yeah. Also known as GOAT, that's because Biden poll counters were adding up the totals. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Hit by a two-by-four, hit by a shovel. Yeah, I'm good to drive away. Amen to that. I tell you what, that gal's made some money. You can't, you can't knock her hustle. Somebody whose hustle I can knock. And I plan on knocking right here, right now. Why? Because I can't stand this human being. Because this gen- th- th- this person is not a genuine human being. This person flips and flops so much. I don't. I don't know where they stand on things. Yet they are looked at as uh, an authoritative figure on things. And I'm talking about Whoopi Goldberg. Now I, I want to talk about Whoopi here real quick. Um, a woman who has played the race card her entire career, entire career, has made hundreds of millions of dollars, I would imagine. Okay, here, ask family, I'm going to ask you, don't look it up, because I'm going to look it up. What is Whoopi Goldberg's net worth? Net worth 2023. Well, let's just say net worth. Let's get rid of 2023. Mm, $2.50. Uh, 40 to $50 million. She is estimated to be worth... Straight Fire says $1, Bob. She is not a billionaire. Whoopi Goldberg is worth $60 million. I got to say. She not make that much on The View? What did she make? Like, did she get paid by the hour? Well, none of that's important. What's important is, is we talk about this woman and how fake she actually is. Do you remember when she was married to Ted Danson? That was a bad time for Ted Danson. Probably lots of cocaine involved. But do you remember when they showed up at, like, the Friars Club roast and he was wearing blackface? Well, wait a second. I thought blackface was horrible. I thought it was immoral. I thought it was terrible. I thought it was wrong. Well, not if you're with Whoopi Goldberg. And I like Ted Danson. I don't want to see Ted Danson be canceled, but, you know, I, I mean, when people put on blackface, they get canceled unless you're the leader of Canada 
or your Jimmy Kimmel or your Robert Downey Jr. Anybody else, though? The University of Texas. This is this is why I make a big deal about it. The University of Texas. Some of the players wanted the song "The Eyes of Texas" removed because it was sang by minstrels in nineteen teens and twenties, and they were wearing blackface. Because that's unacceptable. Unless once again, you're with Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, oh, I left out a name. You're Jimmy Kimmel. You're Robert Downey Jr. Or you're Howard Stern. Or Joy Behar. Did she do blackface too? Well, the reason why I bring that up is because you speak out about it so much when people do it, and yet when it's been done, you don't seem to say anything. And if they aren't people that have done it with you, you don't seem to, to, to go and go, wait a second, that guy wore blackface? Why is he the leader of a country? Or am I to understand it's okay and it's accepted now? You see, I don't understand that. That, that, that breaks one of the first two rules of this show, and that's consistency. Second rule is logic, because without consistency, there's not a whole lot of logic. And the third rule that we all know so well is fuck your feelings. So you can't use consistency or logic, but when somebody you don't care for puts on blackface, your feelings are hurt. Well, you've broken every rule, so we can't even talk to you. Well, the reason why I'm doing this story about Whoopi Goldberg is, and I have a, another question to ask here, too. I, I, I need my Catholics uh, of the ass family to come forward. Whoopi Goldberg visited the Pope last week. <laughs> And brought her, brought him items from the movie Sister Act. Holy shit! Holy shit! This is where she was the singing nun. Oh yeah, it wasn't making fun of Catholicism whatsoever. Oh, I'm sure that the Pope is a huge fan of Sister Act and maybe Sister Act Two: Nuns on the Run. Um, real quick, forgive me, forgive me because I don't know. Um, I, I know that the Pope is a beloved figure in the Catholic Church. Every Catholic I knew back in the day thought Sister Act was hilarious, okay? She admitted to going to a Halloween party as a beautiful black woman, so I guess it's okay because it was beautiful. Jesus, Joy Behar. Um, do you remember when Pope John Paul II was still alive? The last real Pope? If they were to write a book about him, they should call him the last real Pope. Because remember, we had Benedict for a while, and he didn't like the job, so he quit. Like, I didn't know you could quit poping. But he quit. He's like, look, man, what do I got to do to quit? Do I have to say the GD word? Does that get me quit? And then we got little frail Pope Francis here that everybody likes. But back in the time of Pope John Paul, I remember he came to America. He came to America probably, in, and it was right around the midst of the Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa home run time. 
And I remember it because at that time my, my, my father was still alive, and so were my sisters in my eyes. And the middle sister, um, Patty, the asshole, she stood in line for 14 hours, her and her husband, and I think they took uh, their daughter, Gina, or it was Quina. I, I'm not sure. Stood in line for 14 hours to meet the Pope. Met at the T- TWA Dome, which was where the, the, Los- the St. Louis Rams played. And I remember seeing pictures, and Mark McGuire got to meet him. And you didn't really get to meet him, meet him, unless you were like Mark McGuire. And now this is the second time in a few weeks I've kind of scratched my head about this. Is the Pope raking in some secret donation money due to the fact that a couple weeks ago, Sylvester Stallone got to visit him? And now Whoopi's getting to go see him. Is this one of the things, is this something that's on your bucket list that you're trying to check off, meet the Pope? And now for a nominal fee, celebrities can meet the Pope. Like there's a picture of them standing all together. And by the way, how does Whoopi Goldberg at 60 million get that front row spot? He does meet and greets to avoid needing to do an OnlyFans page. Oh, if he had an OnlyFans page, he'd be a billionaire. The Pope makes a killing in appearance fees. I think they discovered that Benedict was a Hitler youth and he was forced out. Okay. Prince is a big fan of Jay-Z and his song, Big Popin'. Hoping the Pope will erase them from the Epstein Island list. <laughs> Shit. That'd be something if the Pope's name was on that list. And, and, and Okay, so maybe my Catholic people can tell me this. I mean, I'm trying to figure out if it's like meeting your 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 hero, like if this was like me getting to meet Ric Flair or something. Like there are a lot of people that don't get that, why I admire sports personalities or, or people like that so much, but this is the Pope. Like, what's the big deal? Like, like, like he—he's just a man. I mean, I ain't gonna try to take it away from you. If this is a big deal for you, it's a big deal, and I and I respect that. But I just don't get it. Triple Mama Three. Damn, damn, damn. Uh, morning. Speaking of meeting the Pope, do you know why Mel- uh, Melania wore or whatever her damn name is Trump's wife? Wore a goth-like black gown when meeting him? No, I do not. Uh, Arnie would ask the Pope, do you have a butthole? No, you know what I'd ask him? I'd be like, do you really shit in the woods? Because I've been asked a number of times, does the Pope shit in the woods? I don't know. So can you answer that question for me? Do you shit in the woods? XXG4 says, Pope ain't shit, LOL. 
I mean, he's just a regular guy. It's, it's not like he's zapping out lightning bolts from his fingers. I mean, if that were the case, like, if, if they were to anoint you with, like, special superpowers, being a pope, and I will say this right now, that th- this has not changed. Being the pope is one of the top three jobs in the world. Okay? Number one, Supreme Court justice, you get to fucking pretty much tell the law of the land how it's going to be. Right? And you've got a job for life. They can't fire you. You could probably, you could show up every day naked under a robe and they ain't going to do shit to you. Job number one. Job number two, the Pope. I mean, you're the Pope. People, people wait on you hand and foot. They adore you. You live in a beautiful home that's got all kinds of great, crazy architecture. I imagine your satellite package is phenomenal. There's not a game you can't see. Once again, job for life. The third greatest job in the world. Lead weatherman in Arizona. In Pahonix, Phoenix, for some of you. Why? During the summertime, all you have to report is, sunny and hot, bitches, back to the course. You don't have to sit there and do any kind of work. They give you money for wardrobe. You're, you're loved around town as a local weatherman. You literally show up five minutes before you go on air. What's the weather like today, Arnie? It's going to be fucking hot. It's Arizona, and it's summertime. The Pope is the emissary of the Almighty God on earth. He's the primary conduit between heaven and earth, so meeting the Pope is as close to meeting Jesus as you're going to get without being dead, at least us Catholics. Thank you, Christopher. I appreciate that. And I understand it. I understand it for regular practicing Catholics. Whoopi Goldberg, I don't think, is a practicing Catholic. When you are anointed to pulpit, they give you compound V from the boys and you're juiced up with superpowers. Ah, the Pope is a big fan of the Arizona Cardinals. See what I did there? (laughs) I do see what you did there. I like it. But it's kind of like, you know, know, when people would stand in line for 14 hours, that's what I expect when the Pope comes to town. When the Pope's on his Pope tour, that's what I expect. And a couple of dignitaries from that town might get to meet him. Okay, that's great. These people are flying over to the Pope's house. They're like, hey, Pope, can we come in? Whoopi Goldberg's out here. She's got some stuff from Sister Act. It's just weird. Oh, it is just weird shit there. All right. Enough about that. Um, We haven't talked about this douche nozzle in a while. Sam Bankman Fried, Freed, whatever his name is, he's the crypto jerk-off that stole billions, by the way, from the cartel. This guy is a pain in the ass, okay? This guy, who's been arrested, and then they put him on home arrest because he's a delicate little flower, He needs his Adderall. 
he's been touched with a little bit of the autism. Well, he's been so touched uh, by the autism that he reached out to threaten a witness, which got him off of house arrest and back into the big house. Yes, safety guy, I don't know how he's still alive. Well, Mr. Freed has said, I need more Adderall so that I can decide whether to take the stand in my multi-billion dollar fraud trial. This guy's one of these younger people, right? He, he, he's in that Generation Z, you know, millennial type shit, right? Let me say, this guy right here, he needs to be slapped right in the mouth. I, I, I mean, slapped, open hand, slap right across the chops. You know why? Because mommy and daddy didn't do that to him as a kid. Mommy and daddy thought everything this guy did was great. His ugly girlfriend testified against him last week, and I feel, I, I don't know who I feel worse for. When I think about, you know, when they're going to have a roll in the sack, do I feel worse for her that she has to let that guy mount him or mount, mount her? Or do I feel worse for him that he has to look at that gargoyle? Well, it's a toss-up. It is a toss-up. So, uh, Mr. Freed, I need more Adderall so I can concentrate. What, what, what else do you have to concentrate on? Aside from, from, from anal rape in prison, what else do you have to concentrate on? You're watching Judge Judy in the afternoon? Because I would imagine that if you're in your cell, you got a lot of time to think. I don't know. I've never been to prison. Maybe somebody can help me with that. If you've been to prison, don't you have a, a few minutes to concentrate on things? Or is it always the, the threat of anal rape that's always on your mind? This guy brought a note to school to get out of playing dodgeball. Oh, absolutely. And the note was from a lawyer. Uh, if you make my son play, we are going to sue you. He doesn't want to be in jail. Nobody wants to be in jail. Uh, his lawyers are now suggesting uh, the federal trial for a full day until the medication dosage is sorted out. He takes 10 milligrams of Adderall three or four times a day, so he's taking 40 milligrams of Adderall. Maximum recommended adult dose is 40 milligrams. Doctors say uh, recommend to go up to 60 to spread across the day to treat narcolepsy. Have you got narcolepsy? Y'all motherfuckers trusted a guy who's got narcolepsy with all your money? I don't think so. He likes Adderall because it's like crank for him. Let, let's not kid ourselves. He's an addict. Let, let me tell you a little story. Okay? This is how addicts work. And that's all I see this guy as. He's addicted to money, he's, he's addicted into swindling people, and he's addicted to Adderall. So, he takes all this Adderall, and he stays up all night, and he's making these trades and making billions of dollars, and then stealing those billions of dollars from people like, I don't know, the cartel. 
he's lying to the court. My incident where I tried to take my own life about 12, 13 years ago, I got to figure out when that was. Um, at the time, I was addicted to Norcos. Norcos didn't have a lot to do with my decision to cut my wrist because I didn't have many that day. I'm sure they did play a factor into it. I'm not going to rule that out. Um, but when I got to the nut house, they asked me if I had any prescriptions. Well, I did actually have a prescription for Norco, so I told them. Uh, yeah, I take, uh, I take two Norcos four times a day. Because at that time, I figured eight Norco a day could get me through that until I got out and I got home and I could get back up to my thing. As long as I took them at night. During the day, I was going to be up anyway. I was going to be restless anyway. At night, if I could take those eight, bam. So you know what I did? This is what I did. So I get them four times a day. Get them early in the morning when I first woke up. Then after, like, like, like about 11 or so, 11 to 12, I get one. I get one at about 4 or 2 at 4, and I get two before I went to sleep. Now, the state-run nursing home that I was – or not state-run nursing home, state-run nut house that I was in would just hand you the pills, and you'd go to the water fountain, and you'd come back, and you'd bring the empty cup. Nobody would watch you. Nobody would watch you take them. Nobody would say, you got to check under your tongue. So what did I do? I would walk to the water fountain. I would put them in my hand. I would act like I'd put them in my mouth, stick them in my pocket because there was a long line of people, especially if you got there early, because addicts know how to play the games. And then I would take them to my room and hide them. They never searched the rooms. So when I got that last dose at, at 8 or 6 or 7, Hello, pound eight down. I'm good for the night. I'll sleep through the night. That's all Sam Bankman freed wants is more Adderall while he's in the big house so he can stay up to avoid the anal rape. Any immortal words of Al Borland? I don't think so, Tim. Legal crank. How have these uh, genetics made it to today? Speaking of suicide attempts, I saw in a post that a certain show is best of again. Think someone came down with a case of wine? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I think they're ramping up. Don't they go on? Don't they, don't they do their new thing soon? By the way, I put it up over the weekend because it happened on Friday. Joe Biden fell upstairs again. By the way, to be honest and fair, Tommy Tuberville, a Republican, former college football coach, Boy, he took a fucking beating. Not playing football. He was walking down some stairs of an air, at, at an airport. And his feet went out and he went down. Tup, 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 Tuberman. Pretty funny. Mm. All right, last story of this break. You know how they like to scare you with stuff? You know, they scared you with the COVID. They scare you with the climate. Well, what's going to scare you more? This is like introducing peanut butter and chocolate. Remember the first Reese's ad? Guy's walking down the street. He's bopping to the beat. He got Lee on his leg and Adidas on his feet. He's got his, his, his shirt unbuttoned down to about the almost to the top of the navel. 
He's just bebopping away, eating a chocolate bar. Because that's what we did in the 70s. We walked down the street eating chocolate bars. Well, then some, some gal walks out of an alleyway or down another street, and she's eating a jar of peanut butter. Now, I remember the 70s, and I don't remember watching people walk down the streets eating jars of peanut butter. But they bump into each other, and his chocolate bar goes into her peanut butter. And her peanut butter jar has been invaded by chocolate. And that's what gives us rhesus. So now they're doing the rhesus move with dangerous diseases and climate change. (laughs) This could be one of the most genius things I've ever put together. An ancient zombie virus... Frozen in permafrost for 50,000 years are thawing due to climate change. And could have disaster effects on humans. Um, that certain show does not have enough content for 24-7. I got Texas. Uh, uh, <coughs> Are they really pulling out the ancient virus card? Yes, yes, they are. Ancient microbes frozen for thousands of years in Siberia's permafrost are thawing and could pose disastrous threat to the human race. Virologist Gene Michael Clavirn has warned that a global warming defrost ice, which has remained frozen since tens of thousands of years before the dawn of civilization, could be unleashed. If an ancient disease killed Netherlands, for example, their frozen corpses still harbor infestuous viruses. And melting the ice could reveal it. This is hysterical. This is this is one of the funniest things that I've heard. Ogre says, rah, rah, go viruses. Amen to that. Look, hey, I'm still waiting. I still want that deadly asteroid to hit us. Scientists have highlighted six frozen pathogens they believe are the biggest threats. Do we have them? Claverine's team reviewed virus. Okay. Uh, no, they don't give us the name of them. Well, isn't that, isn't that convenient? The six that we're, we're so worried about, they aren't giving us the names of them. So there you go. We're all going to turn into zombies soon. The Walking Dead was a reality, and it's all happening due to climate change. <laughs> By the way, that, that twat waffle herself, 
our favorite climate change broad. How dare you? I'm sorry, girl. How dare you? Woman. How dare you? They, them, I don't know what your pronouns are, was arrested in London this morning or last night protesting stop oil. How dare you? Shut up, bitch. I mean, seriously. Every time I hear you, every time I just... So shut up, bitch! I mean... Greta, let me ask you this. Do you think this really matters what you're doing? It doesn't matter what you think! Yeah, it, it doesn't because you're an idiot. Did you say it was a Russian zombie virus? Fuck Jesus, what we need? Communist zombies. Zombies. Yes, it's from Siberia, of course. Go to our biggest threat. <laughs> they even threw in... This is like this is like crunchy Reese's peanut butter cups. So not only do they scare you with climate change, but then they dip it in the chocolate or they, they dip it in the peanut butter with ancient zombies and disease that'll kill us because we're all afraid of COVID. And then we put in the chunky peanut butter part where it's from Russia. Is there anything else? It'll make everybody left-handed. Sorry to you left-handed people, but you can't do anything right. Hey, now. I thought she was arrested for being ugly in public. Oh, V-Coop, my gosh. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> I saw that story yesterday, and I just started laughing. But they, they are doing their best to scare the shit out of you. Have you seen the Tomorrow War? No, I have not. The Sanchez family? No, I've never been there. I hear it's cold. If it's from Central Asia, it's probably a variant of bubonic plague. And we all know how lovely that little interlude was in history. Yeah, this shit ain't going to thaw out in our lifetime. Okay. Unless somebody's sitting there with a torch. I'm sure Vladimir Putin is. All right, phone number, 775-357-FANS, arnieradio1 at gmail.com.
I've just been handed oh an my. urgent and horrifying news oh story. My. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Bombshell. In a story released about 30 minutes ago. <clears throat> an excerpt has been revealed and released from the upcoming memoir, 
The Woman and Me, written by the one, the only, the batshit crazy gal herself. Find the damn music, Arnie. Jesus Christ. It's Britney, bitch. Oh, that's what this story is about. It was the year 2000. At that time, Britney Spears was dating the the pretty much front man for NSYNC, a fellow by the name of Justin Timberlake. They dated between 1999 and 2002. They knew each other from the Mickey Mouse Club, where Christina Aguilera would always hog everybody's lunches. It's being revealed that in the year 2000, when both were 19, Britney Spears came down with Babyitis. Oh, her and Justin did the no pants dance, and it resulted in a pregnancy. Holy shit! In her memoir, she writes, I wanted to have a baby. I wanted to start having a family. I dreamed of having a family with Justin. And if it had been left up to me alone, I would have never done it. Yet Justin was so sure that he didn't want to be a father that Britney Spears had an abortion! Holy shit! Holy shit! Holy shit! She writes, It was a surprise, but for me it wasn't a tragedy. I love Justin so much. I always expected us to have a family together one day. This would have been much earlier than I had anticipated. He said we weren't ready to have a baby in our lives, that we were way too young. I'm sure people will hate me for this, but I agreed not to have the baby. I don't know if that was the right decision. If it had been left up to me alone, I never would have done it. And yet Justin was so sure he didn't want to be a father. Boy, hey, hey, bus, look out. I'm throwing Justin right underneath you. Oh, this is video for it? Oh, wait, hold on a second here. We have an ad for this book? Mm, mm, mm. Now, I got to say, there's only one thing that Justin can do now that would, that would buy back some confidence from me. You'll, you'll, you'll hear what it is after I play this. Mm-hmm. So Justin didn't take the measures to avoid the gut. No, he did not go through the butt. Maybe afterwards they tried the butt. Here it is. My turn's at last. Are you ready? Britney Spears on sale 102423. Available for pre-order wherever books are sold. I don't know where books are sold. The way that Justin can totally earn our trust back is release the sex tape. 
She was 19. Let's do it. Come on, Justin. Release the sex tape. I'm telling you right now, that thing would outsell Pam and Tommy like no tomorrow. We would all say Chris, Kim Kardashian who? I will go out on a rope. I'm going out on a ledge here. I would pay $2.99 to watch that video. That's right. I said it. I would pay for pornography. Some of the stupidest people in the world pay for pornography. But if there was a Britney Spears sex tape, yeah, I'm going to need to see that. Especially back when she was 19, when she was Britney, bitch. Thank you, Ogre. I knew I wasn't alone. Ogre, if this happens, you and I are going together. I will I will wear my, my Stetson. I'll find my finest shirt, creased pants, shine up my fucking cowboy boots, and I will join you as he says, if there's a Britney sex tape, I'm putting my kilt on and tux to purchase it. Fuck, I might rent a limo to the video store. <laughs> you know JT took her to Applebee's. I, you know, I'd hope. But see, this is where this is where I have to come in and go. Now, was Justin a bad guy for educational purposes? Yeah, I have to be able to talk about it on the show. I'd be able to write this off on my taxes. So, was Justin? There's a lot of things. Look, this is throwing a monkey wrench into situations around here because we have to talk this all the way through. Because we know that Brittany is not, she's not fit to be a mother. They, the court gave the kids primary custody to Kevin Federhofer. Kevin Federhofer. This guy is a better parent than Brittany as a choice. That says, that says magnitudes about her. Have you ever done a celebrity ass death match for celebrity sex tapes? No, because honestly... I mean, that's not a bad idea, except for the fact that most celebrity sex tapes suck. Fair Abrahams was good because it was a full-on porno. It wasn't a release sex tape. It was a full-on porno she made with porno star James Dean. Jazzman says, I see those videos now, and I got to say, I still get aroused. Both are from Tennessee, too. Very Well, no, no, no. No. Brittany's from Louisiana. Justin's from Tennessee. So this is where I stand with Justin. First of all, release the sex tapes to get Brittany back for this fucking thing. Because this is, this, this is character assassination. She is fucking blaming him. She knows, look, look, or her publicist or, or her ghostwriter knows that women will not forgive her for getting an abortion, but when she pins it on the man like that, all responsibility goes to him. So now, let's think about this. You're 19-year-old Justin Timberlake, and, and, and you're plugging Britney. Now, not to mention all the ass you're getting on the road. I mean, there's a phrase out there called boy band ass because boy bands would get ass on the road. And don't think that Justin Timberlake was some angel. 
So now, here's the thing. Are they too young? Well, that's debatable. People younger than them have had kids and have been married and had lives turn out well. Now, at this time, they were both millionaires already. To where this probably wouldn't have been a huge issue if they would have had a baby. Justin Timberlake caused TV to be overly censored, and I'm jealous of all the tang. He cannot, he can rot in hell. Amen from that. But do you think that Justin kind of saw the writing on the wall with Britney early on? That first of all, she's one crazy chick. Can we all agree on that? I mean, shaved head Britney, attacking the paparazzi with an umbrella, even though it wasn't raining. Like, why do you have an umbrella? It's not even raining. Are you the penguin? If you, in fact, are the penguin, then that makes sense. But if you're just walking around and you got an umbrella and it ain't raining in L.A. and you just shaved your head outside of a tattoo parlor, I'm going to say you're batshit crazy. But that, that, look, look, and, and I can make that determination because I've been to a nut house. I have training. I'm like Gary Busey when he went to celebrity rehab. I'm here to help. Did he see the the crazy writing on the wall from Britney, or did he see the crazy writing on the wall from Britney's family? I saw a story last week that that Mr. Spears, Daddy Spears, Papa Spears, just got out of alcohol rehab again, and it didn't work. Now, I don't know how many times Mr. Spears has been to alcohol rehab, but that's something that starts early on. And I would imagine that when Britney was making it big, you were enjoying a lot of that luxury. Buying you some Pappy Van Winkle, some $10,000 a bottle of whiskey. Trey's shaved head Britney was just as hot. Makes cleaning up the cum shots on her head easier. Oh, she would look, look, Britney was hot until she got with Kevin Federhofer. And that just killed, it was like Denise Richards. Denise Richards was the hottest thing walking on the planet. Made the movie Wild Things. 42 minutes in, there's a fantastic naked scene of her. And then she completely tainted herself when she slept with Charlie Sheen. You're like, nope, not going there. Same thing happened to what's-her-name, Katy Perry. She got with Russell Brand. Oi, I'm Russell Brand! I'm sleeping with Katy Perry. Yay, look at me. I'm addicted to everything. Oi. See, y'all are tainted. Y'all gals is tainted. So one thing I'll give, uh, you know what? I'll give it up to Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift has not had that tainted fella yet. Look, John Mayer, we all look at John Mayer in astoundment. John Mayer has slayed some ass. All you Swifties can hate John Mayer all you want, but this guy took down, I mean, I'm pretty sure he took down Christina, probably took down Brittany. I know he took down Jessica Simpson because he referred to her as sexual, what what was the the thing, Uh, what was the, oh shit, it's what they used in Vietnam. I remember seeing wild things at the Birdcage Dollar Fifty Theater 
When she got naked in the pool, I stood up and put my hand on my heart because the patriotic theater owner piped in the national anthem. <laughs> napalm, that's it. That Thank you, Scott. She was sexual napalm. He's still not the dirtbag that Charlie Sheen is. Napalm was a, a terrible substance that they used in the Vietnam War that fucked people up. So her sex will fuck you up with sex on other people. That's how he meant it. See, I'll give it up to Taylor that Taylor has not been with that guy that tainted her yet. Yet. It could happen. Might not. We'll see what Travis Kelsey does. Remember when the ugly lead singer from Counting Crows was banging the hot chicks from Friends? Yeah, the bald guy. Round here. I, I, don't, I, I don't dislike the Counting Crows. I think they're a bunch of whiny bitches. The Counting Crow. Do I even? Yeah, I have. I have one song from them. It's this one. And they even fuck this one up. Well, I rode out on that ribbon highway round here. <laughs> what was that motherfucker's name? I'm lead singer for Counting Crows, and I'm nailing Jennifer Aniston. Why? I don't know. I guess because I can sing. Even though I sing round here. Now I have to find that damn song. Counting. Wrong keyboard. Counting Crows. Anybody remember that fellow's name? Excuse me, my daughter taught me that Taylor was with Jake Gyllenhaal, and he's an asshole, so not tainted, though. Jake Gyllenhaal, yes, an asshole, but here you go. Here we go. Here's the song. Boy, it's a pick-me-up here. (laughs) Thanks for playing Counting Crows. Between talking about Brittany and Denise, I was ready to visit the hospital for a hard-on. It was painful. Notices the contrast to white on white. Oh man. And in between the moon and you. This is pre-game music right here. Adam Duritz, thank you, Stinkfist. Between wrong and right. Well, I walk in the air between the rain through myself and back again where I don't know. Maria says she's dying. The door I hear get to the chorus. I don't know. Round here. Yeah, I was way off there. I was way off there. Stink this. If you send me $50 in your address, I'll send you popcorn bucket, cup, and poster. Cowboys Girl says, love this song. Yeah, it's a chick song. You can sneeze on these fag bags and they lose. Oh God. Yeah, I think I think Justin saw the writing on the wall with the Spears family and said, Yeah, let's try to get that thing taken care of. And even a Tennessean can outsmart a fucking Louisiana. 
Louisianaite. Good God. <laughs> Is this guy whiter than Bryant Gumble? He doesn't look like it. Really? How do I do that, Brittany? Or uh, Braddy? Uh, is Justin the reason Brittany went crazy? No, I think that way. You know, here's the thing. I think Brittany had that in her. I think that she had been touched by something in the swamp down there in Louisiana. That she had a little bit of kookness to her. Because, look, look here. Brittany, even when she was under 18 and we all had the countdown clock, there was a Google countdown clock to when Britney Spears turned 18. Yes, that's gross. Yes, that's horrible. But fuck off. That's how men are. Eat a big bag of dicks and deal with it. Britney knew exactly what Britney was doing that entire time. And yes, I'm talking about her in the third and fourth person. Because when she came out, I, I believe it was this one. I mean, come on. She's dancing around with a big phallic snake. Oops, I did it again. Oops, it got on my chin. I think I did it again. I made you believe. And she thought that was all right. Titillating old men is all right. But, Brittany, we say thank you. Oh, gosh. I know I'm going to hell for that. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, you, I, I got to you make the call here. Where did it go? Is it in the trash? Hold on a second here. God dang it. Why is everything getting thrown in the trash? Um, all right, as family, we, we need to switch subjects up here because I don't want Ogre fucking passing out from no blood. I don't want him losing any of his fingers. Um, you make the call. That Adam guy brings up one of the worst trends of the 90s, white guy with dreadlocks. That was a wig. That Rolling Stone cover, good God. Uh, their version of the Grateful Dead's uh, Friend of the Devil is fucking amazing. Okay. Gas station down the street just ran out of cigarettes after that song. <laughs> um, <clears throat> you gotta make the call to see if this guy is. You know what? We can we can we can do this. Uh, wh- where do I have that stored? Do I have that stored on newest? No, it's not on newest. Is it on TV themes? No, it's not there either. Let's see, pastor. There it is. Ladies and gentlemen, we need our donkey of the day. (laughs) Is this guy possibly our (laughs) of the day? You get to make the call. Let me read the story to you. This is about a feller. He doesn't give his name. He posted this. And he said, "Um, I was dating a woman, a girl. Everything was going great. Three weeks in, we're at a restaurant, and she tells me out of nowhere that she has a child. She tells me uh, she has a kid, and the father left out on him. 
Now she's raising her kid alone. She said, I see you as a good man for my kid to raise him. I need help. She said, you have a good career, and it would be great as her child does not get to go out much. He can then finally enjoy the good life. Now, this is where I need y'all to come in. And you make the call. He says, I just walked out of the restaurant, not saying anything. I blocked her number and social media and just left. Ask family, I need to know, is this guy our (laughs) of the day? You make the call. Now, Sanchez family brings up a great point. She puts out then, very true. She's got a trophy. Ogre says, to quote Pink Floyd's song, Run Like Hell. Um, Mad Hatter says, bye, bitch. Kale says, I'm peacing out that bitch. Whitewash says, good for him. Gibby says, boo-hoo, milfs are awesome. Okay. Christopher says, run! Get out of there. Straight Fire says, beat feet. Matt Harris says, good man, true American hero. V. Coop says, no, the only thing he did wrong was not run sooner. Ogre says he's a smart man. Kale says he dropped his crown. Stinkfist says, oh, no, he made the right decision. Kindog says, we need to see her. I, I, I don't have a picture of her. Pammy says he did nothing wrong. By the way, we didn't say good morning to Pammy earlier. I'm sorry. Pammy. Hey, cowboy. Hey, good morning. You're not just doing this to make your wife jealous, are you? Yep. Sometimes. Um, Trash Panda says, bye, Felicia. Boy, that'd be a tough one for you because I imagine you've taken her to Applebee's at least twice in that three-week period. Trash Panda, where do you go on? Like, like I, I know you got Mrs. Panda, so you let's say that, that, that you were a, a, a strapping single fella. Where are you going to take a date on the first date? Because you can't expect to go to Applebee's on the first date, can you? Or, or do you have that much confidence in your game? If you got that much confidence, I love you, buddy. Uh, run, she's a gold digger. 2.0, he made the right call. Maybe take a hint. Only woman who can get away with that is Brittany, and we call that a bookend. Run, bitch be looking for a sugar daddy. She's the ass. Yes. Come, dumpster. Donald says, you know, I don't speak Spanish. Oh, Donald, good morning to you, my friend. Day's never finished. Chess says she should have told him before. I agree. You don't have to meet. You have to tell, though. See? <sighs> Panda says obviously he hadn't fucked her yet, or otherwise he would have seen the stretch marks. Panda takes her to an alley lady in the tramp style. Red Robin, one step above Applebee's. Chess Panda says, yep. <laughs> So, ladies, if you're ever out on a date with Trash Panda and you're pulling into a a Red Robin, do not expect to get your butthole licked that night. If he pulls into Applebee's, butt is getting licked. Just telling you. 
Kale says, start with Applebee's. That's uh, That way, first date is cheap. If she's worth it, she'll get as good as the date. Oh, I got I got to agree with everybody. This, this gal is way in the wrong. You have to. I don't agree with, like, you, you know, you, you can't let the kid meet the guy early. At least I don't think so. I mean, I've watched plenty of TV shows where this was a, a topic. Don't you got to give them, like, you know, a little time and kind of introduce them. You don't just, you know, thwart it on them and go, hey, we want you to raise this kid. So, by the way, no, not the asshole. Dude, you are not a donkey. You got to tell him. Now, 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 here's the deal. If she tells him first, if she tells him on, on their first date, yeah, I've got a kid, the husband left, blah, 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 blah. And they continue to date, and then she says something like this three weeks in, well, that's a different story. I still say run because it's only three weeks in, but at least she told you. She don't tell you. I mean, it's like telling you she doesn't have a dick or she has a dick. You know, things are going great on your first few dates. Lo and behold, you guys start making out hot and heavy one night. You go down to reach between her legs because you've been on three dates at least. And wham, there's a big, gigantic cock. You got to now see if she told you about that beforehand, you wouldn't have been surprised. That would taste better than Applebee's. Trash man, to be honest. Are you Taryn Manning? I, you know, I, I don't think he is. I, I, and, and I say that with all sincerity because... The man that I've been messing with is a married man and he's licking his butthole. Nope. Because he liked it. And I didn't mind doing it. Well, of course you didn't. Does that bother? Is that weird? Yeah. No, not weird at all, Taryn. You're just kind of crazy. And worst of all, she's got a bigger hog than you. Yeah. His dad not around because he's a KFC fan. (laughs) Now, see, I know what you mean with that. Because, V. Coop, you and I text too much for me not to know what that means coming from you. I would imagine there's a lot of people that know what you mean by that, but I still think it's funny. And, by the way, I love KFC. Uh, all right, let's see. What in the hell is going on with my damn board? I don't know why the sound effects aren't as loud as they, they usually are. I mean, take them all the way down, take them all the way up. If a man comes to attack you and you know Kung Fu, you're going to hi-yah him, right? <laughs> He's a basketball man. <laughs> okay, we're, we're picking up what y'all are putting down. <laughs> he likes Dodge Chargers. <sighs> now, I, I've never really uh, talked a lot about this on the show. But I got to tell you, I'm not a big fan of bowling. I'm just not, and and mainly because I'm not very good at it. Okay, I don't know how to spin the ball, and I don't want to practice it. And and, and I've always looked at it as kind of like just uh. see. It, it, I look at bowling like banded bottom shirts. Lots of fat guys enjoy it. Lots of fat guys enjoy the banded bottom shirts. I will never wear a banded bottom shirt. A lot of fat people that bowl because they think it's athletic. Just not a big bowler. 
okay? I have to be open and honest with you. More power to you. If you're good at bowling, that's great. Awesome. More bowling for you. I just won't get it. But I will tell you, it is one of the most deadly sports ever. I'm saying, Arnie, how could it be deadly? Let me tell you how it can be deadly. This is a story about Nikita Harden. She's from Great Britain and a mom. And almost died, almost died of sepsis after cutting her thumb on the inside of a bowling ball. Blimey, I didn't think anything of it at first. You get scratches all the time. Miss Harden was out bowling with her boyfriend, Jordan. Damn, this Jordan's not too damn bad. Miss Harden. Nikita, she ain't really from Great Britain. She's from Russia. She was a mail-order gal. Um, she cut herself after placing her fingers inside the holes of the bowling ball, dirty-minded people. Later that evening, she noticed her boyfriend that she felt unbearable pain in her thumb. Blimey, my thumb doesn't feel very good. I can't put it in your bum. He looked at it and said, she says, he saw little red bits on my arm. It was obvious it was tracking a line at that point. Her boyfriend mentioned that he had read an article that said tracking line could develop from blood poisoning, but they remained unbothered. Yeah, when my significant other tells me, hey, I think he got blood poisoning, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. Blimey, we were a little concerned, but I didn't feel poorly. Boyfriend says, well, if it gets worse, you're going to have to go to the hospital because it could be sepsis. Sure enough, it was sepsis. It had sunk in. She almost lost her thumb. She would have been no better than a primate if she would have lost her thumb. The doctor alerted her that she would need antibiotics and go undergo surgery to remove the infection from her thumb. But they did not have to amputate the thumb. She remained awake during the surgery and watched the procedure take place. Fuck. No. Uh Uh-uh. See, this is that socialized health care bullshit. Uh-uh. No. If you got to do surgery on me, which means you got to cut me the fuck open. First of all, I don't want to be awake because I'm allowing you to cut me, which usually would mean I kick your ass. So you're going to cut me and you're going to work on my damn thumb getting this fucking shit out and I'm awake? Boy, you you better have all kind of dope in that fucking IV. Uh Uh-uh. Eat my butthole. Take me to Applebee's, motherfucker. Ooh, that's an... See, as family, we just came up with something. This could be a t-shirt. 4T5? 4T5, y'all listening? Y'all listening at the Covered Bridge Festival in Indiana? If you wear a t-shirt or you use the phrase, take me to Applebee's, means lick my ass. Oh, I love that. Take me to Applebee's. Now, Ash family, I have homework for you tonight. When your significant other or friends ask you to do something that's really stupid and you don't want to do it, I challenge you to use the phrase, man, take me to Applebee's. 
just to see what their reaction is. We'll all get it. Uh, you have to uh, just go for it. Once a philosopher, twice a pervert. That's some advice for you youngsters. My mother-in-law just had this happen because the underwire from her bra went into her thumbnail. Only one man cuts Arnie, and his name is Arnie, too. You're damn right. You're damn right about that. By the way, the gal's going to be fine. I don't know if she's going to be going bowling anytime soon. But bowling, once again, deadly sport. Whatever thought you'd say that about bowling. Now the story about a mom in California who could possibly be the coolest mom of all time. Now some people, some people are saying this is bad. If we don't have an Applebee's in town, can we use Chili's instead? Whitewashed, I'll allow you. I'll allow you to use that. But Applebee's is still funnier. I'll take one of those shirts, please. Man, take me to Applebee's. This is the story of Shannon O'Connor. Shannon O'Connor's mom that wants to be friends with her kids, obviously. The so-called party mom who has a court hearing next month, who's 48 years old. would go online and search for hot 16-year-old girls, download images of them, send them to her son, and then throw wild, booze-filled teen sex bashes. (laughs) Classmates at Los Gatos High School in Los Gatos, California, Kids would be piled or, or would be plied with alcohol until some vomited and other were sexually abused while she watched and laughed. A new report says her cell phone, including good books with young sex, along with several videos of undressed underage girls, uh, including TikTok. Now, 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 is, is this wrong? I mean, I mean, I mean, it's wrong when a teacher does it, right? But this is mom, and she's setting up dates with her son. Maybe her son, look, look, I can look at this gal. She was probably a cheerleader in high school. She's a good-looking gal still, kind of. Well, at one time she was. She wasn't maybe head cheerleader. She was like three or four behind. She put out low. She, she put out like a champ. And she had a kid. And her kid was a dud. You know, it, it, it wasn't, it, she didn't have a cool kid. She didn't have a kid that was in the, you know, her kid went to band. And and before anybody goes, oh, it's in band. We all know what people thought about band people, okay? Her kid's in band or he's in the AV club. Once again, nothing wrong with that. But when, when you're from, when you're from cool lineage, you need to do cool shit. So she's like, well, I'm going to stop all this. I'm going to be getting my son some poo nanny. I mean, I guess it's a crime to give alcohol to minors. Sure, that's bad. Sexual assault, that's wrong. The girls would have to give it up on their own. That's wrong. So you parents out there, don't do this. Don't get your nerdy sons laid. 
no matter how many movies we make about it. How long is she going to jail? Is she going to jail? Uh, oh, wait, she's in court right now, so they haven't given her sen- they haven't sentenced her yet. Um, these are some of the searches she had. Good books with young sex, hot 16-year-old teenage girls, prettiest 16-year-old girl, tits and ass. Man, that is you, – you better get her something good on Mother's Day. That's all I got to say. If you're her son, you 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 ba- you back up the Brinks truck for that mom. That mom is getting your nerdy ass laid all the time and you're making you a cool guy in school even though you're in the AV club. Be careful. Steven Seagal is taking all that poo nanny with his reggae singing. Take mom to Applebee's. Take me to Applebee's. She slept with the punter after homecoming. The punter. All right, last story. And this last story just proves how stupid people are. Front runner for mom of the year. Oh, absolutely, swoosh. Now, people go on these wild excursions. Some people go, you know... All over America. They, they, some people go to see all the Major League Baseball parks. Okay? Some people like to see the weird things like the biggest ball of twine. Some assholes, and I think these people are assholes because, as you all know, a, a, a rule we live by is nature is not your friend. <laughs> so there's some people. That will go all the way to Africa to go on safaris. Like this moron we're about to talk about. This gal went to uh, Africa, had the time of her life. Guess she went on some safaris, made it back okay. She flew into Minnesota, where she's from. Arrived at the Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport. And she got flagged at customs. She's like, ah, you betcha. Oh, you know it. Here in the Twin Cities, they're going to get you. Well, while she was on a trip to Kenya, she decided that she saw something that looked really cool and wanted to make a necklace out of it. Now, she's from Iowa, so she doesn't know any better. What did she do? Well, she collected giraffe poop. That's right. On a trip to Africa, instead of getting something cool, like, I don't know, like a monkey femur or a shrunken head, maybe you get a spear. Nope, not her. She got kangaroo dung. Now, why did she get kangaroo dung? Well, because she wanted to make a necklace. By the way, before anybody beats me to the joke, this will be another shitty necklace that she has because in previous years, she has made necklaces made out of... God damn it. Moose shit. Sorry, folks. Park's closed. 
The moose out front should have told you. You betcha. Oh, oh, officer. No, no, no. This is not for. I'm going to make a necklace out of this. It's going to go with my moose poop necklace. Don't you know? I just had Rebecca watch Fargo last night for the first time. Great movie. Great movie. She's a starving artist trying to make it. She said she picked up the crap on a trip, put in her luggage to make a necklace. Man, don't that stuff smell? Giraffe goo can be brought into the U.S. with proper permits and inspections, according to Minnesota Public Radio. Hey, here at Minnesota Public Radio, we tell you about all the things you can and can't bring into our country, eh? Oh, shit, went Canadian. Damn it. I collect rocks and driftwood. I do not collect poo. She asked dudes to shit on her chest. Perfect for Applebee's trip. uh, According to uh, LaFonda Sutton-Burke, a field director at U.S. Customs and Border Protection, quote, there's a real danger, motherfucker, with y'all motherfuckers bringing fecal matter into the U.S., If this person had come into the U.S. and had not declared these poopy items, there's a high possibility a person could have contracted a disease from this jewelry and developed serious health issues. African swine fever, classical swine fever, Newcastle disease, foot and mouth disease, and swine vesicular disease are among the ailments in Kenya cited as risks. Wait a second. Is that why you have to take so many shots while you go over there? Let's get this lady some psychiatric evaluations first before we throw in the big house. She wants to make and wear a necklace of shit. I want you to think about that. A necklace of shit. You imagine being her husband and you gave her a necklace one year that she never wears. And then you go on this fucking trip to, to, to Kenya and she goes, oh, my gosh, is that giraffe shit? I'm going to make and wear a necklace out of this. And he's like, you fucking kind. You wouldn't wear my necklace. I got you from Zales. Imagine how excited the poo inspector got when his phone actually rang. Dung doctor, what can I do for you? Do we have dung? Come on, man. Don't 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 be bringing back fucking doo doo from other regions. We don't need it. There's enough doo doo in this country. You need extra doo doo. Go to San Francisco. Hit up Philadelphia. A pearl necklace is better. Arnie, what if it was in the shape of an A? It's poop, man. I can't do it. How about when she dies and they read the will? To my granddaughter, Marjorie, I leave you my moose shit necklace. I'm thinking maybe I should do a trip where I can eat at all the different Applebee's. Are the necklaces called Hung Dung? I think I'd be watching a karate movie if if it was called Hung Dung. I think I'd be watching a dirty Japanese porno. Hey, man, did you see Hung Dung? That motherfucker is Hung Dung. 
Imagine when she hugs someone wearing that necklace and you smell the, oh, God. Oh, come on. Why do you want to, see, this is a bigger topic that I need to go into. The, the, the world we live in today, y'all have gone too far. And I could be the old man on the porch and I'm fine. Okay. But pornography today is just fucking gross. I like the old days. Gal on top. Doggy style. You always thought it was great when they come in the face. You, you thought that was, oh, okay, this is a great scene. They do it on their back. If they do it on the leg, you're like, oh, that's a waste. Come on, man. Make a necklace out of doo-doo. Writing reviews for jewelry are easy. It's shit. But see, today's porn, you got all kind of, you know, stuff with butts. Stuff that goes in and out of butts. All these liquid fucking things, golden showers. I, I, I just don't get it. Aren't you like the old days when it was just two girls sharing one cup? Now it's ten girls per cup. Every time she wears it, it leaves a skid mark. Too much of the throat gagging sounds like a retarded duck quacking and stop all the male butthole licking. Good Lord. Does nobody have a washcloth on set? Can't they clean some of that up? That poor gal's eye makeup is going down her face because that thing went way too far into her throat. I mean, my God. Not to mention the fact that some people are shoving up to their shoulders in women. That cannot be good for your vulva. Hotkinkyjoe.com. All the way up to the shoulder. And then it's like you're watching the movie Alien. Except it doesn't pop out. It's fucking terrible. Clean up pornography. Let's go, Hollywood. That's going to do it for us uh, today, Ask Family. Thank you so much for being here. We will be back again tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there tomorrow. What is happening tomorrow? Oh, tomorrow's hump day, which means it's Wednesday. Oh, that's right. I'm going to game three, motherfuckers. That's right. I oh my gosh. Oh my lucky stars. I can't believe it. I I, I haven't told anybody. I mean Wait, where did where'd it go? There we go. Come on. Here we go. Come on, Rangers. This is the way I will be greeted when I come to the stadium tomorrow. Are y'all ready? All right, ass family, that does it for me. I will see you tomorrow. Adios, everybody. She was storming through the house that day, and I could tell she was leaving. And I thought, oh, she'll be back. 
Till she turned around and pointed at the wall and said That picture from our honeymoon That night in Frisco Bay Just give it away She said give it away And that big four poster king size bed Where so much love was made Just give it away She said just give it away Just give it away There ain't nothing in this house worth fighting over Oh, and we're both tired of fighting anyway So just give it away So I tried to move on But I found that each woman I held Just reminded me of that day That front door swung wide open She flung her diamond ring Said give it away Just give it away And I said now honey Don't you even want your half of everything She said give it away Just give it away Just give it away in this house worth fighting over Oh, and we're both tired of fighting anyway Just give it away here where she left me along with all the other things she don't care about anymore hmm. like that picture from our honeymoon that night in Frisco Bay she said give it away well, I can't give it away and that big four poster king size bed where all our love was made she said give it away I can't give it away I've got a furnished house A diamond ring And a lonely broken heart Full of love And I can't even give it away There's three gods in Texas The Almighty Yourself Arnie And George Strait You just met one of them at arnieradio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. 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 He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.